you you are now entering the Betamax dungeon with Forch and someone else. Who? Yeah. Ten. Welcome everybody to a brand new year and a brand new episode of the Betamax Dungeon with me, Mark Fortune. And me, Jamie Ball. Hello, Mark. Hello, listener. Happy New Year's to you, Mark, and listener. <laughs> we've got a thrilling episode of the Betamax Dungeon have, for you tonight, listener. We've got a, we've got a review. review re- We've got a review of, of the, the year. year. That's what I was trying to say, but my brain, uh, my brain packed up. Were you partying New Year's Eve? No, I didn't. No, I'm too old for that now. So what did you do? Boring. I think I played computer games. And went to bed about ten o'clock. You went to bed there. at ten o'clock. Yeah, I think I watched Aussie Gold Hunters or something, and then went to bed. That was about as exciting as it got. I don't. As you get older, you realise that like milestones in time are not. Fun, you no. know, because all they're really denoting is oh, your God. own biological decay. So birthdays, New Year, don't really what they just keep flying by. I don't really want to. I don't want them because it just means you're that little bit closer to death. Happy New Year, everybody! Yeah, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's my take on it. But um, anyway, why? We, start the year off with a bang. No, I apologise. Just another year, another year closer to death. Yep. Just you're not even fifty yet. Fun, fun. You're not even. You're not even forty-five, are you? You're forty-five. I'm forty-seven. I'm forty-eight this year. Oh this my god! Twenty twenty-four. You're not even fifty, Jamie. I'm heading there, Mark. Yeah. It terrifies me. I'm fifty-one this year. I'm nearly. I'm, I'm nearly. You're, to... you're only just fifty. Yeah, so I'm fifty-one this year. Yeah, but that's what at the end of the year, August. Is your birthday the same month as mine? Yeah. Well, you I, don't, I don't know why I said that so high. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting old, mate. To mention um, certain in. Yeah, I'm terrible with birthdays. I, I, I'll be honest with you. Your birthday is like on the last day of August or something. Yeah, it? that's well remembered, Mark. I don't ever really remember birthdays. Even my family. I love them, but fuck, I can't remember their birthdays. I can't. I, 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 might, be, I, I might be able to get them now if forced to. But um, yeah, I'm not going to, because we got we got a lot to unpack tonight, Mark and listener. All right, All right. Well, let's do. Are, we, are you going to do your top ten favorite films of the year? That that was my plan. I thought we would both go chron. We'd start at ten, and oh, chronologically we would work our way down to our favorite films of 2023. All right. Well, do you want to do your ten then? Okay. No, no. We'll do it. We'll do it together. We'll, I'll do my ten. You do your ten. Yeah, but I'm just saying we can't both say them at the same time. No, no. But then I won't do all of my top ten. We'll no, just so do... you read your ten, and then I'll read okay, my ten. That, that was my plan. Right. It's exciting, Mark. Um, okay. Right. So uh, do you want me to go first? Yes. Okay. All right. I'm still just rearranging it in my head, Mark. Oh, no, not, just go for the ten now. Okay. Just do well, it now. Do it right, ten. Okay. Whatever you've got at ten now is ten. All right. Number ten. I went with Scream Six. Okay, fair enough. Was my uh, was my number ten film? Uh, it won the best Scream film by a long chalk. Was it better than Scream Four? I like Scream Four, which is one everybody hates. Is that Scream Four? Scream Three, I think, is oh, one yeah, everyone thinks a bit wonky. Nev Campbell's hardly in it, and that's the one where Giant Jane Silent Bob show up. So yeah, my number ten film Scream Six. I'm gonna have to knock one out of my top ten because I've just put another one in there. I hope you're not. <laughs> I hope you're not cheating off my list of. No, 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 no. Right. No. Uh, so you've not won out. <clears throat> I've not won out yet. Okay. Tell us the one you knocked out. The career. Oh, okay. Well, it was all right. A bit derivative. 
but I still like to it. But yeah. I mean, none of these are terrible in no. the top ten. No. But yeah, but my no. actual number ten was totally killer. Okay. Did you like that? Did you watch that? I've not seen that yet. Uh, Amazon Prime time travel slasher. Okay. Remind me before I leave and I'll download it off your Wi-Fi before I go. Okay. Yeah, it's all right. It's a it's a fun slasher. It's not a horrible slasher like we just watched. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, like, well, you know what I mean? It's a, do you know some slashers are kind of fun and some are... I know the one we just watched was fun. Yeah, but that was a bit splattery. Yeah. Some of this is a less splattery, more family oriented splatter. Okay. Do you know no, what I mean? Yeah, no. That sounds weird saying that, but you know what I mean. No, not at all. Yeah, I know what I mean. Alright, what was your They uh, don't all have to be bloody. I mean you could watch Halloween with a youngster. Yeah. There's no there's no blood in it. See, I've got two here that I'm not sure but I watched them in this year, but I'm not hundred percent sure whether they came out in this year, but we'll get to that. What's oh, your they, have to, they got they had to come out this year, Mark. I hope oh dear. But released on whatever <coughs> some of them might have been released on a Okay, we'll be loose with our rules, Mark. It's fine. So uh, my number. So your. So what was your number ten? Totally, totally, killer. totally killer. Okay, yeah. and the creator got bumped to eleven. Yeah. Okay. All right. So my number nine film is Renfield. Uh, it was way better than the trailer would have you believe. I didn't think you were going to watch that because you looked like you were hating it from the trailer. I, I did hate the trailer, but I must admit, when I did actually watch the film, it, I mean, don't get me wrong, I didn't. I'd still only give it like three stars, but it was a solid three stars. It was quite funny. Nicolas Cage, now, you never know what... You roll the dice with Nicolas Cage. You never know who you're going to get. And I well, think, a bit like we said about Russell Crowe. Just, he seems to be having fun. He works because he's got to work and he seems to be having fun with it. I think he was having fun with this. He, and you feel like he showed up. You yeah. feel like he actually put in a bit of effort. Yeah. And him putting in effort is good. When you... When you feel like he's just not putting Skating it in for it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, yeah, so my number nine was Renfield, Mark. What, what? My number nine was Soft and Quiet. Oh, okay, that did come out this year. Yeah, I hate that film. <laughs> yeah, but you hate it because you hate all the people. Yeah, yeah, no, I just, yeah, I hate it. I like it because it made you think. It did make me think, but... Stayed with me quite a bit. Oh, yeah, don't get me wrong. When I say I hate it, I, it was a good film. Yeah, and it was a powerful film, and I'm glad I watched it. But but never, no, I'd never I, watch it again. Yeah, no, I. It's I, not some, oh, I let's mean, put this on. Yeah, no, it's yeah, definitely not a date movie. Oh, I don't know. I, <laughs> put that honestly. I've taken girls on worse. Yeah, but the, yeah, first but date. taking a girl to see something like Thanksgiving or worse than that, a, a slushy, slob, sloopy horror. I mean, it's different to taking a girl to go see Soft and Quiet. I may have mentioned this before. On the podcast, I don't know. I've probably definitely told you before. I think I took a girl once on a first date to Saving Private Ryan. Have you seen it before, though? Eh? Had I? Yeah. No, no, it was new. Well, uh, that's understandable. um, Yeah, it didn't go so well. I I can understand why it didn't go so well, but it's Tom Hanks. Well, the first bit at the start, where they're raiding the beach at Normandy, had me in tears. Like, I was... I'm I'm pretty easy manipulated by movies. (laughs) I, I was crying. And she was completely stony-faced. And she was like, what? what? What's wrong with you? And I'm like, wow, you know, this is quite moving stuff. And she's like, oh, yeah. But, yeah, we I mean, we stayed together for about ten years. So it must have worked out okay. I would have been, I would have been looking at her going, are you a psychopath? I also took a, a single mum once to watch Apocalypto. On a first date. Oh no! Yeah. Oh no! And she got up, and you know the bit I'm on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where the little baby is being swung against the tree, 
And she jumped up and was like, no, I'm not having this. I'm No, well, that's understandable. And I was, I was kind of like, oh, I'm well, I'm not, yeah, I wasn't going. I wasn't going. I, I jumped up and said, oh, well, yeah, I'm really sorry. I understand if you have to leave. You didn't go out with her? No, fuck no. I was watching the film. It was ace. But you might have got I, just saw, I just saw a baby got smashed on a tree. It was. I needed to find out what was going to happen. I couldn't have walked out at that point. Was there a second date? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, that worked. Oh, you turned it over, you smooth talk. That worked out, right? But yeah, but then uh, over the years, there have been bad choices to watch films with. Yeah, anyway, so (laughs) (laughs) that was your number what? But that was my number nine. So yours was soft and quiet. Yeah. Okay, I do like that. I I do like that film. It's not on my list, but for because of those reasons, because I could never watch it again, and. You are basically spending time with despicable people. Yeah. In a, it, you know. Uh, I also like the way it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse. Oh, yeah. It proper escalates. Yeah, you you start off hating them. And then... I mean, you dislike her yeah. from the get-go. Yeah, yeah. From the get-go, you're like, I don't like you, lady. Yeah. With all what happens with that kid and everything, you're like, yeah, do, you yeah, are, you there's are. something not nice about you. And she gets a cake cake and you're like, oh, that's... Yeah, cool. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that was, that was, it was a shit. She just cut it, you know. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, okay, so uh, what was your number eight, Mark? My number eight was, will I get away with this? I might have to move creator up into number eight. Banshees of Inishirin. Was that this year? Banshees of Inishirin. I watched it this year. Was that this year? I don't know. I got, we did that ages ago. Yeah, we did it right at the start of the year. Okay. It was end of January or February we did that one. Okay. Well, I I need to double check. We could. Let's not to be too anal about it. I'll no, okay. This year. So oh, that was, a, that was <laughs> the same part. <laughs> Shouting at me. Ask her when it was out. Well, well the same boss just turned itself off. Oh, okay. That's not Alexa. Well, I don't know. She's here somewhere, isn't she? She's, there, she's <laughs> got, all around us. I've got, I've got... I've got, just, got... I shout it out in the street sometimes. Alexa, <laughs> what's this? i got a house full of things that make women's noises... Oh, for God's sake. There she, she's always there. Every what time you say I say her name, she will be. Well, yeah. No no matter where you are. What's your number eight? Hang on, did you just tell me your number eight? Yeah, Banshees of Inishirin. Okay. All right, we're not... All right, all right that counts. Uh, mine is uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Oh, all right, very good. Which I did really like. It's the only superhero movie on my list this year. Um, I think it... Is yeah, it's mine. I got it a bit higher. Uh, I've got one on my hate list. Okay, uh, but we'll do that after. Ooh, a hate list. Yeah, I got a hate list. We're not about the hate, man. Yeah, I have. We I, love I, movies. We love all if movies. Watched, if, I, if you'd watched the film that I watched. All right. Okay, we'll get to that. So, oh, cross. I'm, I'm confused with the numbers now. You what was your eight? Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, I'm mixing mine up as well as Aww. I go through it, so that's making it complicated for me because I bumped <laughs> that down. I don't. My eight was that. Did that start off at like number four, five, or something? It, that, it was actually at number seven. That <laughs> I thought actually I'm going to bump that down. I'm kind of off the mark. I, I did like Guardians Free because it reminded you how what Marvel used to be like, and it yeah. And I found it again. It was one of those films at the end. I had tears in my eyes. I'm not going to lie to you, man. It made me cry. Yeah. And I mean, if a film can make me cry. And I don't get up and leave because, you know, I don't... Of all the emotions a film can make you feel, crying, I you know, I can do that on my own. I don't need... 
I don't, yeah, this is easy. Oh, I just, I just think about something sad and cry. I don't need a film to take me on a journey that breaks my heart, makes me cry. Yeah, but so, I like it. Yeah, no. I, I'm a sucker for it too. I'm not a fan. It tires me out. Especially, I, especially when you're sat on your own watching a film. It doesn't matter, does it? It doesn't matter no, if you so. have a little cry. Oh, no, not at all. Oh, I do it a lot at home. I did it to Aussie Gold Hunters the other night. I don't... <laughs> Just constantly crying. Yeah, I didn't like, sure it, was, it's a it was a heartbreaking <laughs> bit. Man. They they hadn't found gold for ages. I <laughs> know oh, that was good. Um, yeah, so Guardians of the Galaxy, like I said, yeah, it, I, it was a good story. I, I like that they concentrated on Rocket yeah. Raccoon. I like that he actually got to become Rocket Raccoon. Yeah. By you know he chose to be. Well, he does ensemble films really well, I yeah. think. Yeah, yeah. Because everyone gets a chance to shine. It was the same in the Suicide Squad film he did. They all get a fair slice of the cake. I think the only reason for me that it was maybe lower down, the only objection I would have was Will Poulter's Adam Warlock. Yeah. Who, okay, he, he kind of came good at the end, but that's not, it's not in any way maybe the Adam Warlock that the fans were kind of expecting. Not quite. But, yeah. uh, but you know, that's a minor criticism. So, yeah, that's my number... Uh, that's my number eight. So now we're on seven. Yeah. I'll do my seven. Okay. And it's Megan, or, or if you like, Mafregan. <laughs> Mafregan. I don't think it's, it's called a, that. It's just Megan, isn't it? Wow. Yeah, I think they call it. Yeah, I think they call her in the film. Well, Mathegan. Megan. I think it's Megan in the film. Do they call her that in the film? I can't. I've not seen the film. I saw this a long, long time ago, and I will also admit to being pretty. Dr- it was a fun lads round watching a film. I got pretty drunk. Can't really remember a whole lot about it. I knew it was good though, and I enjoyed it. So yeah, that's my number seven. Okay, my number seven <laughs> is... Oh, no, I'm starting to shift them about now. I'm just going to stick with what I've got. Cross them out as you go. That'll help. Oh, Christ. Maybe I should do that. Should I cook Thanksgiving now? Or should I put... No, don't give them way early. No, well, I have to go Thanksgiving now, won't I? What number's that? Seven. Seven. Okay, yeah. number seven. That's your number seven. That's my seven, number seven. Okay, and we just watched that. Yeah. Okay. But all these ones now, I really enjoyed. Oh, all, yeah. All the ones from now are my... Well, I've they, could, they could really have gone in any order. Well, I've enjoyed all of all of these films, but yeah, okay. So from so Thanksgiving, yeah, great, fantastic. It's good. Cool. There's a little there's a couple. Well, you heard me shout. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a couple. Whoa! You uh, uh, the bandsaw one got you. Yeah, and the pole through the head. Yeah, I like the pole through the head. <laughs> That's like the boat in it, like yeah. the, 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 the pilgrim p- ship, the Mayflower. Yeah, Go, yeah, I like that. Yeah, that was all in broad daylight. As soon as I said to you, that turkey's going to get it, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Bang! That's, that's funny. That is in the fake trailer as well. Oh, is it? Yeah, that, like, yeah, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. That guy dresses a turkey. Okay, so... Yeah, but I like the also like the fact he went there with the oven. He went there. Oh, yeah, yeah, But yeah. he didn't go too far. Because that could have been way worse. Oh, yeah, but it was still a hyper-disturbing yeah. dinner was... table scene. That is the best scene in the whole movie. Yeah. It's up there with Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's a grisly but... tableau. Yeah. And I love I love a grisly tableau, <laughs> as you know. 
Grizzly Tableau. Stage fright had a brilliant Grizzly Tableau. He ought, that head smashing is probably the best kill. Yeah, when was the last time you saw a weapon like that used? Go on, you know what it is, don't you? Isn't it a tenderizer? Yeah. Was it the exterminator? No. Did you use? No, I don't know. You're next. Oh, okay. She uses it when he. Oh yeah, it. she uses one. Yeah. Here's a meat tenderizer. Yeah. That was that was two years ago. It was. A f- I remembered. Oh, I, I didn't remember that. Okay. Did, so, wait, don't remember every kill of every slash. I'm struggling to remember what order. Why did you write on this? Alone remembering stuff from two years ago. Right. What's your number seven? We've done seven. No, what was your number seven? You just done Guardians of the Galaxy. My, no, eight. that was eight. Yes. Mefregan. Oh, yeah. Mefregan's seven. We're on the six now. It's okay. I'm folding my bit of paper over right. as I go. Okay. So it will help me remember where we are. Right, number six. Yeah. Do you want to do your... My number six is Talk To Me. Okay. Ooh. Which I had to watch twice. I didn't really enjoy it the first time. And then I watched it again. And uh... Why didn't you like it the first time? Because I forgot what it was like to be young. Oh, we, we, yeah. <laughs> that's why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, and then I remembered what one. it was like to be young and watched it again and went, "Yeah, probably would happen." Yeah, it's yeah, very yeah. It's kind of doing things. Don't know where it's from. Yeah, do it anyway. It's a little bit about addiction. It's a, so it could maybe be a bit of a metaphor for drugs, but it's also really just even social media, just like trying to get. Just trying to be popular, trying to be seen, yeah. trying to stand out. I I get all that. I um, mine's a bit higher up. I, that's, yeah, that's fine. No, I'm just. You might be surprised with. So that so talk to me was your number number six. Okay, my number six was Evil Dead Rise. Ooh, okay. Which I did really enjoy. I really enjoyed it. Some of it was a bit wonky, as I remember. Yeah, but what? There's wonky bits in every Evil Dead film, is there not? Yeah. No, I liked it. It was a long time ago that I saw it, but I do like it. I think the actress that played the mum was fantastic. I can't remember her name. I didn't write it down. But the lady that played the mum was amazing, especially when she goes full deadite. And the end was really... Gory. Yeah, it was cakes in blood, wasn't it, if I yeah. remember rightly? And I mean, I watched the... I, I, in my mind, I was thinking the Evil Dead remake from... Not 2013. Was it 2013? Yeah. Christ, was that... Really? Yeah. Was that over 10 years ago now? Yes. The remake was over 10 yes, years yes, ago. Yes, 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 Shit, That's feel, what happens with time. I feel fucking old. Well, you are. Um, that, I thought, was gorier, but I've seen the remake recently. It did not... I, yeah, it doesn't I, seem as gory. Maybe it was just because it, it was at the time of where. Yeah, I don't know. This this is a little bit nasty, though, I think. Yeah, in some ways, and I remember at the end it was raining blood, but I think the Evil Dead Rise somehow just manages to be a bit more. So there's a, there's a wood chipper involved in there. There is a wood, there is a wood chipper. So again, it is raining blood. <laughs> it's a bit of a trope now in the Evil Dead <laughs> films, isn't it? <laughs> If it doesn't rain blood, then the the fans are going, aren't going to be happy. So that was my number six. You did you just did yeah? I just uh, my number five is Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay, that's your number five. My number five is uh, the Killer. Oh, with, I haven't got around to watching that yet. Uh, um, Michael Fassbinder, uh, David Fincher thriller. Thriller. I did watch. 
talk about David Fincher. I did watch Benjamin Button today. I've never seen that. It's all right. I, I just... I, it's all right. It, it? I don't think it's tear, as tear-jerking as it's, as it's meant to be. Is it? I don't know. That, maybe that puts me off, but I just... The whole premise of it, it's just I'm not interested. I don't... I'm not... I just... It's stupid. It kind of makes sense when you watch it. Maybe. I, yeah, I don't know. I just... I never have... I like David Fincher, and I've seen most of his other stuff, but that's just... Kate Blanchett looks stunning in it. Absolutely, okay. I got to think for her. Yeah, okay. Yeah, she's a beautiful lady, Mark. Slightly older Aussie woman. Oh. Older than you? I think she is, yeah. I don't know. She, she's probably not older than you. Well, let's ask Alexa. Australian woman. Have you got a How old is Kate Blanchett? Kate Blanchett is 54 years old. Okay. Yeah, so she's older than me. Okay. So, near. Yeah. <laughs> she wouldn't go near you, Mark. No. <laughs> no. Well, not after that. She'd be lucky to have me. After you, you've just asked her age. Uh, oh, yeah, but I asked, I asked, didn't ask Kate yeah, her age, did yeah, I? The, yeah, the woman in the Kate, like she's my neighbour. <laughs> Kate over there. Yeah, Kate, I'm not meaning to ask you. Okay, so what, so we're at number five. Five, yeah, the killer. It, it, it's not to everyone's taste. It's a really slow moving kind of movie. And I found the payoff initially. It kind of irked me a bit. The end, the how it ends irked yeah. me. But it's a, it's a, just a well done thriller. It's well it, in as slow it, it as the film is. It actually turns out to be well paced in that regard. And you get everything that you would want out of a hitman thriller. Yeah, it just takes his time to do it. What do you think about these films coming straight to streaming? And not having the opportunity to see Oh, no, I hate it. I hate, I, I'm not a fan of streaming, really. Yeah, but you're, like watching, on, yeah, but you're watching on a phone, aren't you? Yeah. Get a telly that you can put it on. Yeah, oh, yeah, all right. I, I know this whole... I know... I, I'm resistant to the modern world. No, no, no. Oh, no, no, no. I've, I've got to the point where I can at least put stuff on my phone and watch it, but... Yeah, I, yeah, you're right. I just... I would oh, rather see... I would have rather seen that at the cinema... The, kill, the killer would have been great in cinema. I don't get why. I know he, David Fincher did like a deal with Netflix, didn't he? Because yeah. Mank was on there. Yeah. And that, I mean. It's a three or four picture deal, I think. But you just kind of think these films come along and get a bit. I mean, Mank was. I've not seen that either. That got a lot of acclaim. But now it's like forgotten. Yeah. Or it, do you know what? It yeah, feels, they, they, I think they get forgotten pretty quick. It doesn't feel like a film. Because you feel it's like it didn't get a, a proper It's not release. an event, is it? They're not not at all. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, I know what you mean. I mean... There's still loads of posters about for it. I remember at the time seeing, like, Mank posters on buses. I was like, oh. Yeah. But... Do you know, it's different when someone goes to the cinema, isn't it? It's, it yeah, I guess so. It, does, it means a lot more to I mean, me. They're for, I mean, these streaming companies are throwing so much money at everything now. So, okay, that was my number five, Mark. Did you say your number yeah, five? Yeah, my number five was Guardians of the Galaxy. What's, okay. your, what's your number four? My number four is changing, changing all the time, Mark. My number four is Thanksgiving. Okay, that's good. Um, which, which I said. So, what was your number four? Puss in Boots. Oh, really? I yeah. thought it was going to be higher. No, 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 no. Okay. You love that movie. Well, I did love that movie. So, proper title, Puss in Boots okay. 2... <laughs> I can't remember the subtitle. Uh, it's just gone. Is it something wish? Oh, the last wish. Or is something? it the last wish? 
It's on, it ain't on my list, Mark. <laughs> it it's on last, your, it's on your list. Is it The Last Wish? I think so, yeah. Okay. Yes. Where, where could I watch that now? What's that on? Uh, I could put it on your laptop. Okay. I think it's on I think it's on Amazon now. Oh, okay. Or to rent, or can you just... I think it's... No, I think it wouldn't be on Disney, it. would it? Because it's the opposite. No, it's of, DreamWorks. It's, yeah. But it, it, I think I said this at the time, it looks fantastic. Okay. It's the best film in the Shrekverse. And... And it's got... And it's pretty dark. Well, you said it was quite funny. And it's you funny. Said and it and was quite creepy. The villain, the villain's great. The villain's great. Yeah. Scared my... I have all the shit at the time. Four. Yeah, scared my four-year-old. <laughs> scared the shit out of her. I thought I'd blown it big time. Is she? It, it, has she seen it again since then? No, 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 no. I've, I've, I've mentioned it to her and she's gone, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Oh, but that might still... That may pay out well because I loved because I hated it but loved it when I was a kid. I got scared by things. Yeah, but then there's a bit of you that kind of as you get a little bit older, you're kind of like yeah, in a way I kind of like that. Yeah, yeah. No, it's got it's great fun movie. I know it's a bit out of place on our list, but no, not at all. Right, it's it's horror adjacent. It, it it does have a slightly creepy. I would make an argument that most things could be horror, really, if you want to. What, who, people don't tell you what genre it is. You decide what genre the film's in. If you want to put it in our list of... <laughs> not all of mine are horror. I mean, you know, The Killer isn't horror. No. You know, it's a hitman thriller. Okay. Okay. What, was that, what was your number four? Uh, a hitman. No, Thanksgiving. Oh, Thanksgiving. So now we're into top three now. Oh. Mine, I'm just... Quickly rotating right. in my, no, in my head. No, 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 no. no you said yours hasn't moved. No, I, I, but it has. You've just moved it. It's been moving all the time, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> but it feels right. As it's coming out of my mouth, it feels like I'm saying Okay, what's, right your, what's your number three? My, okay, my number three is Talk To Me. Right, fair enough. Which I felt was one of the better possession films of the last, what, five years? You know, can you remember how we were saying with The Pope's Exorcist, like, it's like demons. They they're they're old fashioned and they haven't moved on from the seventies. You would think that demons would have pretty good imaginations, but they're still just doing the same shit they were doing in nineteen seventy two. You know, it's like get a new get a new shtick, demons. <laughs> get demons. Oh yeah, come on, get a fucking oh. imagination. Oh come on, and and talk to me felt like a fresh. You know, there's no fucking priest that turns up. There's no. There's no exorcism, but we are talking about possession. We are, we're, we're talking about spirits and possession. And it was just done in a really convincing way. And I think the characters were likeable, but they were all flawed. Yeah. They weren't per- none of them were perfect, but you still kind of cared about them. And the young... There's, en- there's enough whoa moments in it. Oh, definitely. The young boy who gets possessed. Yeah, that's... You, I feel you feel Every so crack. Yeah, Every you feel reason. so sorry for that kid, and how easily it was for him to get sucked into what they were doing. Yeah, really, really good film. Loved it. That's my number three. What's that on in the minute? Is that on Netflix? Yeah, Netflix. yeah, that's yeah, that's on Netflix. If anyone should want to watch that, that's talk to me. That was my that, number three. My number three was Saltburn, which I watched last night. Okay, really? Yeah, really enjoyed it. That's high. Barry Keegan. 
Didn't quite know how to say his name. Hey, he's been on your list two times. Has he? Yeah. What else is he in? He's in Banshees of Inishira. Oh, yeah, he is. So that couldn't have been out this year. <laughs> what, so he can't make two films in one year? No. Pardon me. What do you mean he can't make two films in one Wait, year? Go much. Richie banged out about Man. four films last year. I think he's the kind of actor that likes to take a long time to get into a role, Mark. That I don't think he just... Horseshit. I don't think he just walks into it in an axe. <laughs> I think he likes to... <laughs> he, he takes time to... Devour, so, he devours the script. Then he just lets it sort of saturate. Then he reads it again. Then he gets someone to read it to him. Then he eats like the character would eat for... This is like a year before the film starts. I think that's his so process. So he did that with Banshees of Irina Shearn, did he? I think that might have been his process. So he, was, he was roaming the moors with a, with a shepherd's with a crook. Okay, all right. That's fine. So that was your number... So what are we on now, number... Th- that was my number three, yeah. Okay. And what... Is that... A th- is it a thriller? Would it's, you say that film? Um, uh, high Society. Okay. Thriller. Okay. Unrequited Love Romance. Okay. No, manipulator manipulator oh uh, okay so is he okay so is your main character no 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 I'm not going to say no more okay alright okay, people so... get manipulated you're not sure who's manipulating who oh okay till the day new more okay but you've put that that's pretty high how, no, many, really, stars, how um, many stars are you giving that five. Oh, really yeah all my, five I think, I think my top five of Top five or six or five stars. I don't think any of mine are five on my whole entire list. You, what you gave the, my top the mountain are... man five stars. Like, Stone Cold Classic. <laughs> oh, come on, five. I'm giving him five. Mountain Man was out this year. That would be at the top, and it'd be five stars. Okay, what's your number three? Number two, sorry. So Salt Saltburn was your number three. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my number two. Again, a film that made me cry like a little bitch uh, was Godzilla minus one. Oh, I got that a bit higher. Uh, <laughs> I got that a bit higher. So it's your, nice. so it's your favourite <laughs> film. Like, yeah, spoiler. Um, <laughs> I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, I love it. I don't think I can watch another American Godzilla film now. It's, oh, uh, it's blown them all away. It's it's got to be it's got to be the best Godzilla film I've ever seen. Yeah, easily. By a mile. I do like the original, but I saw the original a long time ago, and the original is just very old, so it's a bit quaint. Whereas this Godzilla scared the shit out of me. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. He's a horrible bastard. He's a bastard. Um, Oh, he just don't... You're nothing to him. Oh, he's just a force of nature. He's a force of nature. When he's big Godzilla, they don't even look down. I'm not sure his eyes move. (laughs) His eyes are just like he's got that thousand yard stare thing, middle, off into the distance kind of. I mean, the action in it is great. And when he does go through the city, yeah, that's phenomenal. It just, yeah, it broke broke my heart. It's the the human That first bit where you see us do his atomic breath, that is. Astounding bit of cinema that is. Yeah. That three seconds when he does that, that is amazing. When it all it's, powers up in yeah. the blue, and they're all popping out. They're all popping out. Turning and blue. It, it, it blasts in the distance, and then you get a mushroom cloud, and yeah. the noise it made. Yeah. It was just like the whole cinema just went, whoa. And it, it, it's a clever film that when that is happening, 
even though the stakes are high, even mm. though humans are being decimated, you're there's a bit of you this cheering when gone he's powering up and you're like, yeah. Oh yeah. And then and then, devastation after you're like, oh. and then it just <laughs> and then it just kind of breaks your heart. Repeatedly breaks your heart. But, uh, in American monster films, unless they're following the stars of the film, you don't really I mean, in the legendary Godzilla ones, you don't see people on the ground running in fear. Really? Which which ones are you thinking of? Are you thinking I'm of, thinking of like, the, the original Japanese no, ones? No, or? The, America, the legendary ones. The, ones, the recent ones. The oh, okay. Ones. Yeah. Well, I don't... It's, it's just people on planes going, look at that. That's, do you know what I mean? Kind of. I think the third... I mean, I, I like the... Gar- is it Gareth Edwards? The, yeah. The first one? I like that one. It's not as good as minus one, is it? Oh, no, not at all. No, no. He didn't make me... Cr- he didn't make me cry. <laughs> Fuck that guy. You know, if you, from now on, the bar is set quite high. Yeah. If you don't make me cry with your Godzilla movie, you, you ain't as good as Godzilla minus one. I mean, they treat it like the shark in Jaws because you don't. He's in it. He's in the film about fifteen minutes of screen time. Uh, maybe. A, yeah, I, don't I think it's probably not even that much. Yeah, but he. When but he's always it. he's always there. Yeah. He, you know, if if he's not on the screen, if he's if it's even if it's just humans talking, his presence is felt throughout. Yeah. Which is same with Jaws. You know, even if when they're not on the water, yeah. the shark is yeah, he's still there. there. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, it, it, there were bits that reminded me of Jaws, and I it's it just. just just seeing Japan after the war, seeing what they had and what they were left with and how they were. Oh, that's another layer of the heartbreak to it, mate. And it's a film that is really confronting a lot of old old mistakes or like, you know, just old wounds that maybe Japan was feeling, understandably. And it just confronts them. But it's also, the film is really much about like, okay, this happened these aspects weren't good but we move on we 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 don't need to be like that anymore we've learned our lessons it happened now we're going to forge a new future together oh no you can't you know this is a big fucking thing <laughs> towards yeah, tokyo yeah and uh, the americans can't help russians aren't helping you're on your own Oh, I love it. The, <laughs> You're uh, on your own. And I love how, even though it's a, very much a modern film in terms of effects yeah. and all that, it looks brilliant. Yeah. Still, the Godzilla still kind of looks like a guy in a suit. In a suit. Which is, which is perfect. Which you know it works. I don't mind that at all. No. It looks fine. Because well, clumpy. Yes. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's got a lot of junk in the truck. Yeah, he? yeah, yeah. He's got a he's big got... old backside on him, this Godzilla. And, I mean, Although you remember you saying that part about you, you didn't know uh, he, he's walking out in the water and then suddenly he sinks thousands of feet. Yeah, that buoyancy. Means, yeah, he's buoyant. He's buoyancy. Oh, he's proper buoyant. But I guess that is because of his big ass on. <laughs> big ass. His big backside. His big ass. Big asshole. He's he he yeah. a massive asshole. Uh, he, well, yeah. Like so, they're leading him out into deep water. Yeah, and he's swimming. Yeah. He is swimming yeah. like a croc. And then And then he sort of goes vertical. And then like yeah, he's just up like proper Godzilla. He might just be able to control batting things around with his little tiny raptor arms. He might just be able to control his his buoyancy. 
That yeah, that's sense. true. That would make sense, wouldn't it? He might because under the water is tail. His tail could be going like a, like a bloody yeah, <laughs> like duck like like treading water. Yeah, like duck legs. <laughs> so yeah, that was so that was my number that, two. That, that was my number one. Yeah. What was your two? Evil Dead Rise. That was your number two. Yeah. Okay. I did like that. How many stars did you give that then? Five. Really? Yeah, eleven. What was your so, number? Hang on. So you're giving Evil Dead Rise the same as you would give Evil Dead and Evil Dead 2. Yeah, but it's just, it reaches the thing. I could do what I want, Jamie. I, of course you can. I'm just... It's fun to talk about. I'm not I'm not saying that you're well, wrong. Well, and well, It's well, just well, interesting. Well, what was your number two? I couldn't give Rise the same as the, as the first two. Okay. Rise, I could give it four, three. So we're on to number one. Yeah. My number one was Infinity Pool. I didn't see it. By... Brendan Brandon Cronenberg, the spawn of Cronenberg. Who? The spawn of Cronenberg. <laughs> you know the the new replica, the new replacement. Well, have, you, Cronenberg. have you watched that recently? What Infinity Pool? Yeah, that was out early, pretty early this year. Is that the one with? It's on. I, you can get that on stuff. I'm sure that's on. Is that the one with? Uh, one of Pearl the Scars guards. Has that got Pearl in it? The girl out Pearl. Mia Goff. Yeah, yeah. brilliant in it. Yeah. Terrifying, brilliant, terrifying, brilliant. beautiful, brilliant. terrifying, terrifying. terrifying. Yeah. She uh, terrifies me. So, yes, that was my number one film. It, it was a head fuck. And of all the films this year, Infinity Pool was the one that felt like an old fashioned horror film in that it stuck in my head. And the more I thought about it, the more it disturbed me. Right. And I still found it an entertaining, enjoyable film. I would recommend it to anyone, but it is... The implications of it, if you think about it, are really pretty fucked up. Um, And it's just a really made... You know, it's like a a really good Cronenberg film. Right, okay. That's a decent top ten each, I think, we've got there. Yeah. Is there anything you hated? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there were things. That, there were things. And the that films that you hated. There, there was. There I've, got, I've got really. I got a top two of films I hated. Okay. Right, you ready? Okay. Number two, The Flash. Didn't oh, watch okay. Didn't, did no, you watch I that? Did. No, because you told me it was shit. God awful. I don't. I I got issues with that the guy in it. Well, I don't even want to say his name anymore. Ezra Nobody. <laughs> and my number one worst film of the year. We're not going to go into it too much today because I want you to watch it before we talk about it. Okay. You know what it is. I do, yeah. Did you hate it that much? Yeah, yeah, I hated it. I hated it. And I don't... I, oh. I, I don't like hating films, Jamie, but... Well, I, <laughs> I don't. I don't like hating well, you're films. you're enthusiastically hating this one, Mike. Yeah. I do know what it is. It's, uh... Do, what? I know, I know what it is. But I've not seen it. It's, Re- it's Rebel Moon. Okay. And it's... Everything you've read about it... I haven't really read anything about it. It's ten times worse than what you've read. There's a comic coming out. I was thinking about getting the comic. Mate, there's, they've put so much... Netflix has put so much on this. but And it was supposed to get a wider cinema release. And they, oh, really? and they watched it and went, nah. Oh dear. Yeah. So, what what are your problems with it? My Mike? problems what, are... What are the issues? Oh look, that's a sound stage. Visually, there's a part in the beginning where you think, oh well this could be 300. 
he's not moved on. Okay. It's too much slow mo. Yeah. Jamie. And it's there's, uh, it's there's there's somebody there's there's somebody sowing seeds. Okay. In a in, on a farm. Yeah. And he puts in slow mo. Okay. It's, what are you doing? I don't know. What are you doing? So you didn't like, and it. it's basically Battle Beyond the Stars. It is Battle Beyond the Stars. Okay, and ah, oh. is it so? Seven, it is Seven Samurai, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. Okay, pretty much. And then it it has an ending, but doesn't have an ending because we know there's part two. Could part two be good? Could it maybe? Could it? I still want to watch it. I don't think that. Uh, what's the name? The is it Sophia Butella? Yeah. She's an alright actress, but I don't think she's strong enough as a lead. Mm, yeah. She's uh, a good sort of physical actress. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. In like all the physical stuff. Roles and stuff all like the that. physical stuff is great. Apart from the. They, he slows it down every five seconds. But. Um, is he still doing I mean, the Do you know the issues you had with. I don't know. Phantom Menace. It was just fly to there, meet those people, go there. Find somewhere else, meet that person, go there. Yeah. None of these people take a lot of convincing. No. Okay. And it's literally the same beginning as Battle Beyond the Stars. We go down there, oh yeah, we want some of your stuff, we'll be back in such and such to get it. Do they do, do yeah. they do the whole, we'll, we'll be back? But instead but of, instead of, we own you now, but we're going but, away for a bit. But can you, do you know, Battle Beyond the Stars, that was when, was the bad guy in that? Oh, Sadol? Yeah. Sadol. When he comes back, he comes. He, John Saxon. Yeah, he brings his ship, and that's everything he's got. Yeah, yeah, right. It's fine. Well, yeah, it's, yeah. And in uh, Seven Samurai or The Magnificent Seven, yeah. it's a big gang that yeah. are coming back to the town. It's pretty much yeah. the whole gang. Yeah. But it's a whole gang. Yeah. With this lot, it's just a small part of a massive empire. It's like one star destroyer going down, saying we want this. That kind of makes sense. But then, as soon as they kill them, there's a oh, there's the fucking there's loads more. Yeah. Okay. But then I guess the idea is that there's this is happening on all kinds of different Mate, worlds. Definitely don't get that. Sorry. Anyway, it's rubbish. We'll do a proper review when you've seen it. Five minutes. Right, let's do a quick. Do you quick TV? I just had a three. quick. I did write down a few TV shows this year that I've really enjoyed. Yellow Jackets that I keep banging on to people about. There's two series of that. Yellow Jackets is really worth watching. The Bear, which I think is on Disney. I keep banging on about that. Jamie Lee Curtis shows up in the last series and she's fucking awesome. Forget about her in the recent Halloween films. Don't a load of people show up in the back yeah, end of that? It's um, the guy fucking Punisher awesome. Well. Punisher, is he in it? The guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he's, and, in, um, he's in the first episode series. Oh, is he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. John Bernthal. That guy. <laughs> that guy. He's in the Walking Dead. Shane out the Walking Dead, that douche. Yeah, yeah. He's, and, um, he's, a, he's a douche in the Walking Dead, but. Um, there's a lot of there's so many good actors I can't even remember who does Jimmy Jimmy um, Soul Better Call Soul I think he does show up in it yeah Bob Odenkirk is he in it yeah Bob Odenkirk I think he does show up Odenkirk Odenkirk the bear is brilliant and I mean the main guy in it was in the American version of Shameless as well he was yeah I can't remember his name. No, I can't remember his name. He's really good. Looks a bit like Gene Wilder. Yeah, he's in that Iron Claw film, if you like your wrestling. I've seen it. Uh, with Zac Efron. No, I've not seen it. He's good in the band. And uh, Invincible. 
TV, uh, oh, yeah. cartoon, Invincible. Brilliant. I also recently just saw A Murder at the End of the World, which is on Disney. I kind of like that. That was a half-decent whodunit. Well, I've only just started, I've given up on American Gods, by the way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've given up on the book, and I've given up on the TV yeah. show. It's a bit too fantasy. Well, there's a character. Have you seen the TV show? I might watch the first one, but it just... Well, there's a character in it who's barely in the book, but he's the kind of eke him out. He's the Irish. The, the guy who says he's a leprechaun, but he's like seven foot tall. Okay. He's the best thing in it. Tall leprechaun. Yeah. And he's the, he dies at yeah. the end of the second series, and the whole thing just loses. You're like, oh. Oh, that guy. Yeah, I like that guy. That guy who's not even the main guy. So it was like killing Daryl off at the end of season two or something. Yeah. Okay. I didn't. I like Neil Gaiman, but there's many things of his that I really enjoy. He does stuff that occasionally I just. It's a little bit too whimsical or a little yeah. bit too. Yeah, fun, but I, like, I, too I do fantasy. like a guy that can. That can, that can you, if you. Neil Gaiman's the type of guy you could go, I'll just do us a story about a thingy, and he'll just come up with a story. Whether oh, it's, yeah. You know, I love people that can do that. Oh, he's a talent. Yeah, don't get me wrong, he's a very talented writer. But and sometimes, Jamie, there's nothing wrong with a bit of whimsy. No, no, not at all. It's you know, you've, uh, you know what? <laughs> either it speaks to you or it doesn't. You know what I mean? It's like you know yeah. what you know. He, uh, I do, I do appreciate his writing ability. No, no two ways about it. Anyway, we better get on. So we ain't even, we ain't even really got on to what we're here to talk about yet, Mark. Uh, what were we here to talk about, Jamie? Well, tonight, Mark, for episode eighty-two. We're about to enter the ninja. Do we? Do yes, we are, Mark. Do you remember the early eighties ninja craze? Uh, no. D- really? No. I was seven. Well, I was young. I remember. You remember it. that? All I can remember is uh, more like uh, it was all Jackie Chan when I was a kid. Okay. Well, there was a lot of Jackie Chan around. Don't you remember kids wanting ninja suits in like? No. Getting bits of metal that they'd sharpen up on angle grinders in like the DT room to make shuriken stars. No, you, none of that happened. It happened for me. What, when were you making shuriken stars in DT? That would have well, been the nineties, wouldn't it? Yeah, I guess maybe it was. Was there a was there a you second like wave three. of ninja? You were like three in nineteen eighty. No, I wasn't. Yes, you were. What year were you born? Seventy six. I was four. So you? Oh, I okay. You I was were four. five. So. Okay, maybe the ninja craze <laughs> went on into into the nineties. See, we uh, Bruce Lee was old school. Yeah, Bruce Lee was old school. We had we had Jackie Chan when I was at school. Jackie Chan doing Armor of God and oh, Project I, I, and that. I, I liked a lot of those. I liked a lot of those movies. They they were that was kung fu. That was still yeah. kung fu. And I I remember Bruce Lee. I remember people being into Bruce Lee, and that was kind of late seventies. And I would have been young, but I kind of remember it. My mum had one of those like iron-on t-shirt, that iron-on transfers that was all the rage in the late seventies, where it was like make your own t-shirt. Oh you, god, yeah. Yeah, you just ironed it on, yeah. and you're like, great. Watch it once, yeah, and it's nice. just peeling off. <laughs> but then they weirdly looked good peeling off, didn't they? Those like then they ended up looking like distressed 
t-shirts. Yeah, it was it was distressed fashion before there was before such thing. anyone yeah, yeah. even ever thought of yeah, it. That's, a, that's yeah, what yeah, they're trying to emulate. In the, early, in the early eighties, you just had ripped jeans, and then in the mid eighties, you had fashionable jeans. Yeah, <laughs> look Designer. at that idiot ripped his jeans. But then you think, I, if I just keep my jeans long enough, they'll get rips in them anyway. Why buy them with the rips? Because they rip in the wrong place. Yeah, mine, they, they mine was cool. Mine was ripping cool places. No, no you think they do? They what don't. the knees? No, the knees. When you buy ripped jeans, they're never ripped on the knee. Yeah, that's true. You don't really want your knee hanging out. No, <laughs> great dry knee sticking out. So, well, okay. My, anyway, this isn't getting us through this movie. No, I'm just thinking, I'm, my memories of the early '80s ninja craze is I I can also remember there was a. There was a mail order company called Battle Orders. Right. And all the kids I knew had like this catalogue that they'd got through the mail. Right. And you could get all the ninja shit from Battle Orders. Right. What could you really? Yeah. So you could get like you could get the slippers <laughs> with I love I always wanted the slippers. <laughs> well they've got the they've got the like the cutout, ain't they, between the it's like gloved shoes. Yeah. So all your toes, your big toe is in one pocket. Yeah. And all your other toes, it, apparently it helps you climb a rope. Does it? I don't, but they look cool. Ninja sh- ninja <laughs> slippers look cool. And uh, shuriken stars, tomfers, which is like the sidearm baton. Those size, the like dagger what, they could. Swords. They were ordering size when you were like six. You could order them. I mean, they're kind of pricey, but they were there. Well, your mates at school were ordering this shit. No, we were all dreaming and saving up for it. I don't know that anyone... I think some of them might have ended up getting, like, samurai swords and stuff like that, but... There was a thing. Maybe... Maybe I, I was part of the later ninja craze when the teenage term. ninja moon... Yeah. But they they didn't get to call them ninjas over here, did they? Well, it, yeah, but everybody knew they were ninjas. Yeah. The word ninja had been banned off the back of the original wave of ninja. No, the word ninja hadn't been banned. It had for kids. That's why Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles were Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles. Yeah, for kids. Because they, 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 you couldn't have the word ninja. If they'd have marketed them at, at 15, 16 year olds, it would have been fine. But they were marketing them at, at like four or five year olds. I just remember at this time, ninjas were big. <laughs> You know, everyone loved a ninja. <laughs> so, All right, let's get through this film, Jamie. Okay, so Podcast 82, Mark. Enter the Ninja from 1981. It's directed by one of the founders of Canon Films. I'm a huge fan of Canon Films, as I know you are. Uh, Menahem Golan. Sup- Superman 4. Superman 4, not one Terminator, of the best. was that one of theirs? They, they made the best arm wrestling film of all time. With over the top. Uh, name me another one. I don't need to. <laughs> yeah, I've already told you. I've already told you the best one. Yeah, but the, the, if it's the best one, that means there's a group of them. Are there? Are there any other arm wrestling no. films? No, so it's both the best and it's worst. Pro- oh, okay, it's probably the only arm wrestling film, but it's awesome. Over the top. Is so it awesome? Is no, it, it's, it's bullshit. No, it's, it's dog shit. It's dog shit. And, uh, what else did they do? Let's do Rocky with arm wrestling. No, that's not. That's, that's a terrible idea. Terrible. And, t- oh, yeah. you've made it. And we'll have him embroiled in an awkward custody battle for his yeah. son yeah. and yeah. his grandfather. Don't, don't judge in their right mind would let him have a kid. Go around bars arm wrestling men. What, are you mental? Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. 
and he's yeah, a truck driver. Social worker turns out, just hangs out in his truck for a week. So hang on, where are we going now? Oh, I got an arm wrestling match. In I've, this got, bar. I've, I've got to go to Manitoba for an arm wrestling match. And he's driving you around in Chicago. And he's yeah, I'm a truck driver. Where is he going to school? This child. Uh, it, well, he's tutoring him in the rig. <laughs> But he's, o- he's always he's only ever working that one arm. Yeah. So if he's going to end up looking like fifty cent, you just have one like pumped arm, and the other one is just like a normal human arm. So yeah, I liked over the top. They also did the Canon films. Also did miss- the miss- the Chuck Norris missing in action films, Delta Force. They also did the American Ninja films. Oh yeah. They did the breakdancing films, breakdance. Breakdance 2, Electric Boogaloo. Boogaloo. Great Don't, title. You can't knock that title, man. Jean-Claude Van Damme's in one of them. He did canon films. I think, wouldn't Cyborg a canon film? Yeah, I think so. When they did, the, did loads. When, when did the wheels come off of that? Towards the end of the 80s, I guess. I, they were just making too many, and they were all a bit... I mean, they were kind of shonky. I think Masters of the Universe as well. They spent a lot of money on that. Right. Masses of the Universe was a bit of a flop. Yeah. It wasn't a great <laughs> He-Man film. Rightfully so. Yeah, it wasn't a great He-Man film. No, they got it completely wrong. But they did have, they did have some good ones. They so so we should say Enter the Ninja is the first of their ninja trilogy. It's like a loose trilogy. Uh they don't follow on, but they do all have the same guy in Show Kasugi. Show Kasugi shows up in all three as a different character in all three. Was he the main guy in the second two? Yeah. Right. Well, it, yeah. In this one, he's the baddie. Yeah. In the second one, he's the main guy. The second one's probably the best. Better than this? Yeah. Way better. Really? Yeah, it's way better. Oh, right. And the third one, third one's mental. We will do it at some point. Can you remember the film Flashdance? Where by day... I think She's was, a welder by day. Arc, yeah. She's a blue-collar arc welder by day. Is it Jennifer Bills? Does she do? Ooh. Does she sing the song or is she in the film? I can't remember. I can't remember the actress. It's Jennifer Bills, isn't it? I think. But anyway, by day, oh, which is the one who was in Dirty Dancing? That was Jennifer Grey. Well, yeah, it's Jennifer Bills. Huh? So who's just turned sixty, by the way? Okay, but do, oh yeah, in the film. What a feeling <laughs> is by Irene Carr, isn't it? Yeah. Irene Carr, Irene Carr. So Jennifer Bills is the actress. Um, as you remember, that film. Great film. It's about she's a, so she's an arc welder by day. Yeah, but she dreams of being a dancer but she's by stripper, night. But it's stripper by night, also. Well, she's not quite a stripper, but she's a dancer. dancer. She's a you know she sort of dances, and she dreams of getting out of her blue collar world that she lives in. And you know, as you remember in Flash Dance, she dances her way. She makes her way towards stardom. Imagine that film if at some point in midway. She got possessed by an evil ninja. What? what? Imagine what? if halfway through that film, yeah. Jennifer Bills <laughs> gets possessed. Yeah, it doesn't make any more sense. By an evil ninja. Well, that, that's Ninja Free. That's that, the third one in the trilogy. It's fucking awesome, Mark. Is it awesome? Yes, it's fucking awesome. It's stupid. Is it as awesome as this one we're talking about? Well, I do kind of like it. So I'll go through the cast. Go on then. Franco Nero. Franco Nero. Who you'll remember from Django. Yeah. That we've done. Second time for Franco Nero. Well, is it only the second time? Well known actor. Yeah. What are you doing with your arm? I've got a cramp. Okay, I thought you were having a well, stroke. This is, this is visual. 
I don't. I can see you. Yeah, but you don't have to mention it. I don't. I'm just worried about you. Uh, Susan George, who what, she, what is Susan George doing in this show? I don't know. She's in between filming episodes of television <sighs> you expected. I think. What was she doing in that <laughs> show? Yeah, she. Yeah. So Susan George, who was in like what Straw Dogs? Yeah, she's in loads of good she stuff. She seems well out of place. Well out of place. Uh, she plays Marianne. Yeah. Uh, as we mentioned, uh, show Kashugi. Oh, it's because it, it's because I'm written it. I'm reading it as I've written it down, and I'm not saying it as I know it in my head. Show Kasugi plays Hasegawa. Yeah, well done. The bad ninja. I want a ninja. Yeah, get me, <laughs> get me a ninja. I want, I want a ninja. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, podcast favorite Christopher George. Oh. He has literally been in every film we've yes. ever talked about. And he, this yeah, guy. he's phoning it in big time in this. You do, I, I do feel like we slipped into like a never world where he is he's in behind every, every open. fucking film. He He's not too bad in this. He's a good villain. He's a better villain. He is than a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's hamming it up. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. not giving yeah. a shit. Yeah, yeah. He, he's I do like his henchman though. Mr. Parker, is it? Oh, he's brilliant. His accent as well. It's like, what oh. are you doing? Oh, well, uh, apparently he's a ninja. Uh, they use all kinds of weapons. <laughs> they use it. they use bows and arrows. They use stars and poisons. Yeah. Oh, thank you very much, sir. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Mr. Parker, what a... Yeah, that guy. I didn't write down who played him, but he did stand out yeah. by the end of the film. Um, Alex Courtney plays Frank who's Cole's friend, old war buddy. What war were they in? Somewhere in Africa. <laughs> Who were they fighting I know, for? In what, Who were they did, fighting for? I did, we didn't, I didn't need any of those flashbacks. <laughs> those pointless, stupid fucking flashbacks. It was just stumbling through the woods, was it? Yeah, I don't know. It was, like, it was like they were like, you know what this ninja film needs? Vietnam-style flashbacks. But they're not in Vietnam. No, I don't know what war were they? I don't know where they were. They were in Africa, was it? They said Africa, so maybe they were just mercenaries. I think that was kind of what was in play. Um, Will Hare, who you'll remember as the comatose granddad from the last film we did. What? The last film we did, Silent Night, Deadly Night. Yeah. The comatose granddad. That was him! They, they, that was, that was, was Dollars! That, dollars! <laughs> dollars! <laughs> Is that the guy who keeps popping up and goes, oh, oh, anyway. He's got... He's got a what he's like a salesman and on one side of his coat he's just got loads of nudie That's pictures. It. Right, yeah. And he's like, Hey, do you want some dirty pictures? And it's like, No, no. no. <laughs> what one one, one, one random dirty picture of a, No. No, I don't want that. And then the other said he had crucifixes. Yeah. This is kinda of random. Uh he yeah, so he was played by Will Hare. And yeah, as we said, he was in Silent Night Deadly Night. Who played the prick with the Hook. I didn't write his name down. He had a weird accent, that guy. But I thought he was Irish when he first started talking. Yeah, then I thought he was Dutch, then I thought he was German. I also couldn't quite work out how that hook was attached. Because at one point, our ninja pulls the hook off his stump. Yeah, and he goes, ah, ow, and it's bleeding. Yeah. And you're like, well, it it wouldn't, it wasn't fused to his arm. (laughs) It (laughs) wouldn't. (laughs) 
Yeah, okay. So we should say straight up, as much as I love a good ninja film, and as much as I loved the early 80s ninja craze, this kind of is a load of bullshit. <laughs> it's, so, it's hokum. So, quick synopsis, Mark. Do just a real quick breakdown of what we're dealing with here. Newly licensed ninja. Well, he's just got his li- ninja license. He's just license. got his ninja license. What, is that a thing? No. <laughs> but he had to kill people to get it. I know. Did he actually try, would you know there's his the fucking head the head I, I thought yeah. oh they've obviously he's knocked off the real guy's head off or, or, or had he or had he yeah but it was the guy it was the same guy that came in at the end that it was his head huh the the the, the, oh, the just... right oh yeah <laughs> I know it's fucking stupid so so the film starts out and we got there's, we got a white ninja there's a white ninja no there's a, there's more than one white ninja in there no, no, there's only one. I got, oh. and, and we should also point out as well, the whole point of a ninja is that he attacks from the shadows. Yes, he's yes, yes. He's inconspicuous. Yes. He, you know, <laughs> you don't generally fucking see ninjas. That's the whole idea of them. Well, yeah. So to have a white ninja suit in seems bed. really stupid. Well, yeah. So anyway, so we've got a white ninja, we've got a black ninja, black ninja suit. And a red one. We got several red shirt ninjas. Then they are red shirt ninjas, yeah. proper Star Trek red yeah, shirts. Yeah. And the white ninja is running through the jungle and he's fighting all these red shirt ninjas and occasionally the black shirt ninja. Well, I've got a question. The reason I thought there was more than one white ninja it was because he's running along without a bow and arrow, and then suddenly he's got a bow and arrow. Yeah, he's pretty handy with it. Yeah, but where did where did he pull that out from? Was I? I didn't even. I had it, in, it folded up. In his, <laughs> well, in, his, in his ninja suit. But where's he keeping a bow and arrow? Am I doing a quick synopsis? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, right. yeah, okay. yeah. So, so newly licensed ninja Cole, as he's leaving Japan, his 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 master, his ninja master, says, "Oh, you're going back to America," and he's like, "No, I'm going to go to the Philippines and check out my old war buddy Frank." He goes to see his old war buddy and it turns out that Frank is newly married and he's having a little bit of trouble with his land. It appears that there are some people trying to bully him or push him off his land. They offer him to buy it. Yeah. Just take money. At a ridiculous price. High or low? What do you mean? What? I thought they were offering him loads of money. They were offering him, yeah. Just take the money. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, but she didn't want to go. It was a fucking dust bowl. It had oil. <laughs> it was the oil. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but they weren't going to do anything with it. No, no, they didn't they seem oblivious to it, even at the end. It was like, did he even tell them? You're no. like, your lady, you're sat on a shitload of oil. <laughs> you don't, don't use it as a farm anymore. Get some non-donkeys in there. Yeah, that that was, to be fair, that guy was prepared to give him quite a lot of money to get off the land. He was. It seemed fair. <laughs> so, so, synopsis, we're basically... So, basically, it's your... It's just straight up 18. Yeah, plot, that's exactly it, really. what I thought. You know, it's yeah. like, oh, you know, we're being bullied by the town or these guys. They got money and men and we're just puny humans. <laughs> Luckily, you've turned up. And when he. Who's that guy? Like, he's, he's, uh, he was a bastard, but he didn't have a hook. Oh, that guy. <laughs> yeah, the hook. With this really skinny heavy. Yeah, tall. <laughs> he was a tall guy. So yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah. Quick synopsis. Uh, That's it. Ninja much. guy Cole. Yeah, ends up in the Philippines 
with his old friend and he tries to help them out with their problem. Well, he helps out Susan George quite a bit. Chaos ensues. Uh, do, you, do you, When he arrives, when he first arrives, okay, yeah, and he just jumps over their fence <laughs> and Susan, he doesn't know that Frank is married. No. And Susan George, understandably, comes out, sees it, comes out of the shotgun. Yeah, she doesn't fuck around. And he kicks her. He does more than kick her, Mark. We see him sexually assault her. He grabs her boob. (laughs) Franco Nero totally grabs Susan George's boob in that shot. Yeah. I felt bad. It didn't seem like... this. These things shouldn't happen. Which think they shouldn't happen? Well, I... What, accidentally grabbing somebody's boob in a tussle? I don't think... Accident... Accidentally... No. What are, you, what are you saying? It should have been cut out of the film? No, no, no. He shouldn't have done it. Yeah. <laughs> I look back at... I, I... Through doing this podcast, I analyse films I think way you... more than I ever did. Right. I always did anyway. But I, with an eye nowadays, with what we're talking about, and I'm always mindful of modern day... I try to be mindful of modern day tropes, modern day concerns, things like that. I don't know. Anyway, I tend to notice in films when there is a bit where a man needs to grab a woman and you can see that the guy is being a gentleman actor. Do you know what I mean? He's grabbing her around the waist or he's maybe grabbing her shoulders. All right? Right. In this, fucker... Franco Nero just straight up grabs her, Susan George's boob. I saw him do it. I, I feel like, again, it's, I feel well, like... Do you think that was it intentional by the actor Franco Nero? Yeah. So, he's turned up at the plantation. It's, it's, it's not like plantation. Well, it's, it's like a farm. Well, they got, yeah, it is a bit. they got a load of workers. Yeah, farm workers. Yeah. Okay. Frank has let himself go a bit. He's got one of them... He's got kind of one of those, like, see-through beards. Do you know what I mean? It's like, you know there's a... There's a beard there. You know there's a beard there. And it'd it'd probably be kind of, like, irritating on your face. Yeah. But you can't... You can see his jawline. I thought he was really dirty. (laughs) I thought he was really dirty. Even when he's clean-shaven. Yeah. Yeah, he did look like he needed a bit of a wash. So... Yeah, he turns up and... Well, he's just in there. He's just, oh, I've got some bother. And it is, like you said, it's exactly the same thing as an A-team episode. You go and see the bag. Oh, there's the bad guy menacing somebody. Hmm. He looks a bit dodgy. Oh, let's get into a bar fight with him and his mate. Oh, yeah. Oh, now the shit's really at the fire. Yeah. But... Oh, it's escalating. Now they're going to get more men. Yeah. I need more men. Yeah. He does that bit where that... Uh, the guy with the hook goes to see uh, Christopher George and he's <laughs> Parker's in the way and he's going don't talk to him talk no, that, to me and he's just a, slapping that bit was really funny <laughs> it, it, yeah um, that was when you first meet Christopher George who's your villain right? yeah so we should say he's he's not he's not quite a Bond villain is, yeah. he's almost a Bond villain he's almost a, he comes out he's got a uh, he's wearing Japanese dress or something. Really got he almost looks like he's got an African African kind of like kaftan yeah, style it. thing on. But it, I, to begin with, I thought it was went down to the floor, but it it is just like a big t shirt. Oh right, right. And his office is a pool room. It's got the 
the bulk of his office is a pool. Yeah. And he's got women. Yeah, they're just continually swimming in the pool for him, (laughs) just for his enjoyment. And you know he's an evil bastard when he insists that no one converse with him directly. (laughs) Even though they're in the same room. Yeah, so so they all need to talk through his right-hand man, Mr. Parker. (laughs) And as we discover, if you're going to be like that... It's going to fucking make having a conversation <laughs> really hard. I can't... You've asked, look at me. Yeah, you've asked me a question, but I can't answer you. I have to tell this guy. <laughs> Don't... Mr. Parker. He's like, yeah, oh, sorry, Mr. Venarius. <laughs> Mr. Parker! <laughs> Stop fucking talking to me! <laughs> yeah, what a deep. Oh, fucking hell. So we know he's a villain. He's an out-and-out villain. He hates to talk to people. Even like it's like he's Prince or someone. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Just draw this symbol on a bit of paper and hold it up to me when you want to talk. It's that kind of level of douchiness. Oh, I just thought he was a massive prick. Yeah. So Franco Nero obviously is not a ninja. No. And through no part of the film, do you ever get the feeling that? Do he you is? ever really feel convinced that no, he is a ninja? It's very chunky. Or well, apparently, the, when it was first conceived, the guy who ends up doing all the ninja stuff and the stunts. Was going to be the main character. Is it Mike? Was it Michael Stone? Something like that. I think his name was Stone. But I think all the fight scenes that you generally see with the with the white ninja in his white outfit, yeah. I think that is the the stunt guy. Yeah, and all the ones where from Franco Nero's back. A lot, <laughs> a lot of Franco Nero's back. Yeah, and his moustache in the shadows. He's got a magnificent moustache. Oh, great touch. And. <laughs> And he's been badly dubbed as well. It's a badly dubbed American yeah. voice that he's got. Doesn't really, yeah, doesn't really. Well, even Susan George, even though she's dubbed over her own voice, even that sounds bad at some points, but it's just shoddily yeah. done. It, 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 does, it does sound like her, but. Yeah. So the film starts off quite well, where he's having his training thing. Yeah, I still, I still wasn't 100% sure what was going on there. Well, he was killing people. He was killing people. Yeah. And throughout the film, you will notice... He kills, he kills a shitload of people. Yeah, but he starts killing the bad guys way before they get really out of hand. Yeah. He's the one that's escalating it. Well, but then when he turns up at the bloke's building, he's even killing just like security guards. Yeah. And you're like, they're not... Work. They're not they're any, just work there. They're just normal guys. They're not... There's, they're not evil. They're just going to work. There's a bit where I think... The guy with the hook is medicines for people, and he goes, "Well, we're going." There's, there's a fight going on, and he st- he stabs one guy in the neck, and he sticks a bit of wood in the other guy's. Oh, it's chest. a stool. Yeah, yeah, he sticks a stool in the guy's chest. Yeah, like, that's early on. That was just like, well, they were just having a fight. Yeah, he's just killed two people. Yeah, one of them slapped Susan George. That's right, and she's like, "Oh, thanks," and you're like, "He's just killed, he just two, killed two people." <laughs> he's <laughs> he's just killed two men, and they're just walking off. Yeah. That happens throughout this film. Even at the end, after the... I mean, he kills a shitload yeah, of people at the everyone. end. And there doesn't seem to be any... He's just like, yeah, I'm just going to go and get on a plane. <laughs> yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah, bye everyone. Do you, who do you reckon was in charge of the white suits? It was a lot of white suits. <laughs> it's a shitload of white suits. They got a deal. Yeah. <laughs> Christopher George looks pretty good in a white suit. Yeah, did you notice his suit was whiter than everybody else's? He had a particularly white suit. <laughs> 
Christopher George. I want a ninja. I want a ninja. I want a ninja. What the fuck is a ninja? A what? A, a ninja. I want a ninja. I love it at the start when he does his ninja training. He, he does the test. He passes, and the Does old he get a certificate. Yeah, he, yeah, he gets a scroll, and he's like, "It's like his license to ninja." <laughs> license he, to ninja. He says, "He says you've pa- you you have passed every test. You, Cole, are a ninja." So then they cut to they're all having a celebration kind of drink. He's killed like eight people in the woods. Yeah, yeah, fuck them. They didn't pass. <laughs> they, they, yeah, they ain't going to make it. But what did they think they were doing? I don't know. <laughs> were, they, were they on the? Did they know the stakes were that high? Yeah. Was that like, no, it's just a training thing. No he's like one guy he's, like, he's killed me. I like one guy catching yarrows. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that was Shokasugi. Oh, was it? Yeah, I think he was catching yarrows. That was pretty cool. And but he, he beheaded a man at the end of the training. But I don't think that. I think that was a dummy because the guy that he beheaded then comes in carrying that head. Oh right, okay. So it's like it, it, he ain't killed him. It was. It must have been. A, I don't know. I don't know. I still ain't sure whether he really cut someone's head off or not. I don't no. think he did. But then he killed guys in the woods. Yeah. I don't know. So they sat around drinking, and. He's like, just license to ninja. (laughs) What? It's okay. You can ninja now. And they're. You have a provisional? They're sat around. They're sat around drinking. And he's like, to a toast to Cole, to our new ninja. And Shokasugi, who's like, who's playing Hasegawa, he doesn't drink. No. And the master is like, Hasegawa, I notice that you do not drink. And he's like, no. I do not drink because he is no ninja. <laughs> and the master is like, yeah, he is. Look, look, we, look, we, got, we, we yeah, he did, yeah, he did the test. Everything we asked him to do, he did it really well. He's a, he is a ninja. And Shokasugi is like, he's no ninja. I love that. Bit. We know what he's getting at. Oh, yeah. He's, I think he's being racist. Yeah, I think he is. Yeah. I think it's because he's just like wiped out three of his brothers in the woods. Well, yeah. <laughs> he might have been his brother who knows I don't know it does seem like they didn't pay any mind to that like oh people right, just kill whatever no, there's no consequences you think like you know they would maybe have sort of said like yeah we know it was the final test but we didn't actually expect you to kill anyone <laughs> we you know we, yeah, we thought you might have duffed them up a bit yeah. But we didn't actually think you were going to chop any of them up. That guy in the tree, he just, he straight up stabs that guy. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, yeah, okay. So that's his ninja training. That's his ninja So training. he flies to the Philippines, meets, the, meets his friend, meets Susan George, and the little town is kind of being bullied and kind of run. It's kind of being shaken down by the hook. Yeah, the hook. Who is a Dutch, Norwegian, German, Irish, Irish man? <laughs> he's he's short, ginger. I say short. He's probably about my height. He doesn't ginger. Chat. What? It's not like you. Well, turning over an eagle. Like I would like to think that guy is shorter than me. He probably is. Well, his mate wasn't shorter than you. Was oh, he? that guy was huge. That guy was taller than you. <laughs> he's really t- he's too skinny. But. 
It doesn't matter when faced with the power of a fully licensed ninja, Mark. <laughs> I don't think I don't think Franco Nero's a particularly tall guy. I didn't, no. and I don't know. I didn't look. I don't, no, I didn't know. He doesn't look like a massive chap. No, he's not a massive chap. So the hook is shaking down the town, and we find out from there's like a local salesman kind of con man, yeah, fret, local friendly con man guy. Dollars, yeah. Will Hare. These are probably the only two, the last these last two films that I've seen have probably been the only two films yeah. I've ever seen. He probably has been in loads of shit. I think I recognise him from stuff. But I've only ever really taken note of him. Yeah, he's, he's not. I, I've probably seen him in stuff, but I don't think he's done much more than what he does no, in this no, film. No. He was good in Silent Night, Deadly Night. He's pretty creepy. In that. Yeah, well, yeah. When he, de- you know, <laughs> comatose granddad. So in this, he, yeah, he's and he's a different, a completely different character in this. He's a yeah. friendly, likable kind of. Yeah. So they meet him, and he kind of explains. That, he's, you know, he explains what's going down, why he's shaking him down, who he works for. Watch out for his heavy use seven foot two, but thin as a rake. Yeah. And then they meet in a bar or something. There's a bar fight. Well, they're trying to drop all the workers leave. So they're trying to get more work. Susan George is trying to get more workers. And Susan George kind of says, like, Frank, I love him, but he had not been the same since we've been getting the frets. He's just been drinking. He's He doesn't really give a shit anymore. And she cares. You, she, you realise she's got a bit of true grit about her. And she's like, I ain't giving it up. They ain't going to scare me away. Mm. And her and Cole... In spite of how they first met, where he oh, basically, well, yeah, yeah, there's de- yeah, even well, though then, he basically assaulted her on the lawn to begin with, but yeah, well, he's Italian, so um, what does the guy say to Franco Nero? He goes, I, I can't get up, <laughs> oh, that's later on, isn't it? He goes, I can't get up, and then he just, she goes, and he just, Frank, yeah, so they're at a bar. So this is a little bit later on. They've had a fight with the baddies again. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, I love getting in fights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Frank loves it because it's like... It, it, Frank is almost getting a new lease on life. He had kind of given up and he kind of got involved in some shit. And he wasn't that much use in the fight. But he was starting to feel like he was maybe back, getting back to his old self. And they sat in a bar and he said, Ah, yeah, it's a great, great punch-up we just had. Ah, that wife of mine. You know, she's really sexy. She wants it all the time. But last couple of years since I've been drinking, I just can't really get it up. But, you know, she really wants it. And as he's saying this, Franco Nero is just staring off. Of course he is. If your mate was telling you that. You can see see the fucking gears in the guy's (laughs) head. Like, (laughs) clunk, clunk, clunk. And then... Yeah, but was he offering her to him? I don't know because then you, I I assumed that because he was staring off, you think, oh, he's dreaming, he's imagining now. Yeah. Because it cuts to him sat in a bed. He's in bed with a light on. Susan George comes in wearing like a, a sheer sexy negligee, strips it off, gets into bed, he turns the light out, and you think, okay, yeah, he's just imagining that. And then the next morning. They have a really, really awkward, bloody conversation about it. And it's like, oh, no. Not only not only did it happen, but Frank knows and is sort of, ha-ha, didn't you get enough last night? 
Jesus, cheer up. Ooh. Yeah, it's very weird. Yeah. I don't know why that was in the film. No. There was no point to it. There was a lot of weird shit in this film. They chopped a load of stuff out because it just didn't make any sense. It kind of made sense. I mean... She'd kind of fallen for him. I think it happened. Yeah, but it didn't need it. No, no, not at all. No. Oh, let's just stick a Nicky. We need a bit of sex. He's the hero. He needs to fuck someone. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. His His best mate's mate's wife. wife. Yeah, Yeah. she'll do. But don't worry. His best mate's all right with it. Yeah, he's all right. Don't mind. In fact, he instigates it. He he did me a favour, mate. (laughs) Yeah, thanks for that. Yeah, I ain't been able to do it. Well done. Oh, dear. Poor Susan George. Yeah, yeah, I I don't like that shit. Well, Hooker has to keep going back to uh, Christopher George and uh, asking for more men. You want more men? I'm just giving you 20 men. Yeah. Talk what? to Mr. Parker. Don't. What was, all, what was all that about where he goes, they go and meet some men? That was and he goes, rude. well, I want you to kill him. He goes, yeah, all right. Yeah. And mate boy with the oak just hooks him in the cop. Well, I think the point was that although he looked like a shitty little greasy toad, he wasn't useless. Yeah. And... I guess that was a test. It was like if you, if you want to, if you're good enough, kill him. And he couldn't. So he's whacked him. In. He didn't yes. even hit him that much. He stuck him slightly in the book green. He's still still hung around though. He's no, still, no, he's still. He fighting goes off with him. Christopher Jones goes, "You come with me." <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm looking for. I'm looking for ten good men. Oh, no, it's just happened to be a, like a back of a lorry and load of them. <laughs> Is that what going, yeah, I'm Preacher. They call me Preacher. He's like, oh, okay, you're a tough guy, yeah. And he's, no, he ain't. He gets whacked <laughs> in the... Yeah, a little short guy. A Dutch, Norwegian, Irish, German, German, Irish, Eastern European guy with ginger hair whacked him in the balls with a it was stainless terrible, steel hook. Terrible actor, though. Oh, you shit. Awful. Yeah, it's even worse than Mr. Parker. Oh, I like. I quite like Mr. Parker. <laughs> In the end, where he's like, "But sir, but sir, <laughs> but sir," is like, what makes you what makes you think I want Mr. Parker alive? But but sir, <laughs> why did he shoot the ninja? I don't know because he doesn't <laughs> shit about Mr. Parker. Well, he could have shot the ninja. I think I've been hurt, sir. Yeah, he's got an arrow for it. I think I've been hurt. Yeah, Mr. Parker. What a joke. He says, we. We've been hurt, sir. Yeah, does he say we? I think we've been hurt, sir. I think we've been hurt, sir. I think we've been hurt. I don't know he goes. Poison. I think we've been, I think we better give up, sir. (laughs) (laughs) The accents are funny. I think we better give up, sir. So. He's from everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And he has. He's taken out the whole building. Oh, yeah. And brilliantly, he's done it with a different ninja weapon every time. It's like a showcase of ninja weapons. So you've got your... What have you got? You've got your your throwing stars. You've got your... uh, You've got your nunchucks. You've got your blade. How many people knocked themselves out in the 80s with nunchucks? Some idiot with two fucking toilet chains. (laughs) Brilliant. Nunchucks. What are they... Spear with how do they flail rice? How do they... What? They're rice flails, aren't they? Yeah. But what does that mean? Well, I think a lot of the... A lot of the weapons of, from that era of Japan just were based on... Tools. Yeah. Things that you could just pick up and use. So the tomfer 
which is like that. You see it in a lot of police films. That like it's like yeah. the sidearm baton. Um, you can use that in a lot of ways. You can use that to kind of sort of protect that part of your arm, and so obviously whack of, someone around the head with it. What would that have been used for? What a tomfer? Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what the whether that would have had any farming, but it would. But it was just a stick, wasn't it? So yeah, it might have been so. I mean, it almost looks like a pipe. It might have been like an old wooden pipe. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what I'm talking about. A rice flail, I think, was just a wooden stick with like chains, and I think they'd just sort of ah right flail the rice, and then the idea of just adding another bit of wood to it. I don't. I don't know. I I'm talking bullshit. They're making an amazing noise when Bruce Lee's. Oh yeah. I had a foam set. Point why? Good practice set. You can hit yourself in the head with these, Mike. You're not going to kill what, yourself. What, why, what are you practicing for? What do you mean? Practicing for what? Well, it's just fun to piss about with a set of nunchucks. It's, it is. Come on, it is fun. I can, I, with my foam set, Yeah. I can do it like Bruce Lee. Can you? Yeah. It isn't that hard. No, no, I don't do that noise when I do it. I was just doing Can that you do for it with purposes. No, I'd fucking knock myself out. So did you Did you also notice that Frank seemed to have a, a weird obsession with cockfighting? Yeah. It wasn't nice to see in the no. film. I think that was kind of real. They would have been cut in the original. We should say, in the original VHS version of this in the UK... Loads of it was cut. All of the cockfight, understandably, all the yeah. cockfighting stuff was cut, which is fine. Anything with like the ninja weapons was kind of cut. Well, like eighty percent of the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was. You would, I think, you would have seen them, but I don't think you would have seen them hurting anyone. Yeah. As so, you would have seen him get the star in the hand, and you may have seen him sort of go to throw it. You might not have seen it go through the hell the air or hitting him. Yeah. I don't know. They would have... It would have been much more implied. But they had to think about ninja weapons. And you kind of think, like, you may as well just ban films with, like, sticks in. Yeah. Oh, he's got a stick. Ooh. You could do some serious damage with that. Yeah. But... You could do damage with any of them. England was full of idiots in the early 80s. Still full of idiots now, man. (laughs) We're a testament to that one. I mean, didn't they... Did they ban football rattles? At one point, do you remember the old football rattles? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, they were. You're probably one of them. My granddad had one. Were they? Yeah, I've they were seen massively them. heavy, horrible things. Were yeah. they used to? Were I they a were again? Thing. They, yeah. It was just a way of making noise before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then seventies came, and they were just people just clubbing each other with them. I guess they so were a band of football grounds, I think. Okay. Yeah, my granddad had one. It was. It was yeah, yeah, they were it proper, was a proper big wood. Bit of wood. They're funny things, aren't they? Yeah. Actually, just going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you can <laughs> football rattle. <laughs> I suppose it was big in the thirties and forties. Oh uh, yeah, 50s, I guess. I suppose. Yeah, I mean, if you look at old footage of the World Cup, they're always slinging them around, aren't they? It's weird how you think. We tend to think that we've moved on, but we end. What do you mean? Well, because in the because in the thirties and forties or whenever, you could go to a football game with a fucking rattle, and yeah. no one was going to smack you around the head with it. You turn up in a suit and tie, I in a fedora, yeah, and just do your rattle, and everyone would go, oh, good game. 
But in, it's like yeah. you're oh, changing you some time. Yeah. You're like you're a time traveller. <laughs> it's like you were there. <laughs> Good thing. Ah, oh, you got us this time. Manchester United. Oh, you're oh. struggling to find a team. Fucking football, man. But, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, turn out, I know what you mean. Turn out in a suit and tie, watching the game. Yeah, just sort of smoking not, a pipe. Not being a dick. You know, not hit anyone with your massive wooden rattle. <laughs> Is a, you know, I guess that was. Yeah, that's what, that's what I mean. People were morons in this country at, at that point. Yeah. You know. It all points, Mark. It all points. I don't, we're not improving. We're not really improving. So, um, I think we've pretty much. We need to do the white suits. The twenty white suits getting whittled, that was, down, that was getting whittled down to seven. That's funny. <laughs> that almost reminded me a little bit like Shane Black, where like the henchmen uh, having more lines than you expect them to, yeah. and they're actually being quite funny. And he's like, "Well, where's the fuck? Where's the other fucking fourteen guys?" <laughs> he's counting them. Yeah, he's, he's going, going. Yeah, what? He's he's trying to surprise Franco Nero that he thinks he's going to surround him. With yeah, it's like it's like classic moment where the baddie like snaps his fingers in. All of, all of his henchmen <laughs> just flood out into the courtroom. Yeah, kind don't of thing. quite doesn't quite pan out that way. No, and he's like, well, hang, "What? Hang on, <laughs> Can't well, get them. What's yeah. the other one?" And he goes, his mate runs off. No, there's no more. Yeah, no, 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 no. And Franco Nero comes out and drops all the guns off. For, yeah, he's got he, I, these belong to you. Fourteen guns, and Will Hare is upstairs with a. He's got the drop on him with a gun. And he have a punch up. That that bit is quite funny. But there's numerous points in this one they could have shot him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I know. Just shoot him. Just shoot him. You go in wanting... When he, all those times that he went in asking for more men, no, have a gun. Yeah, take this. Yeah, they do sometimes go out with a gun, don't they? He normally just sort of... He's just like that... He's that magical action hero. That... No... Plot armor. He's like the Michael Myers of action heroes. He's never, you never for a minute think he's going to be in any trouble. No, even when two of them grab him and they've got hold of him, yeah, they punch no, him in no, the head. He'll be fine. He'll be alright in a minute. Yeah. Oh, he's shaking him off and kicked yeah, him in the head. He's, he's done a handstand and kicked him in the head. Yeah. How fine. bad did that look when he was doing that? Not great. <laughs> yeah, not great. <laughs> he he had obviously not done any fight choreography, so. So the start of the film, which is ninja heavy, is pretty entertaining. Yeah. The middle, whole middle section of the film that is just subpar A-team. Yeah. He's not in the ninja suit. No. And he's not a fucking ninja in any way whatsoever. None of the moves he does, none of the ways he hits people... Nothing that he does. He's like John Wayne in The Quiet Man. Oh, yeah. He's just, <laughs> he's just slugging people. Well, yeah. I, and even like his tactics, when he breaks into Venarius's office building and he takes dollars with him and you think no no ninja would just take a tramp, a drunk tramp. <laughs> I'm gonna, yeah, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to infiltrate the building. I'm going to do it with a drunk tramp. Yeah, in a white ninja suit. In a white fucking ninja in the daylight. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. Maybe they hadn't, they hadn't set out all the tropes. Not yet. No, obviously not yet. They they didn't really understand the ninja at this time. Mark. No, the ninja they didn't was a whole new thing. Didn't, uh, didn't understand it at all. Uh, so, basically, we build up to our big denouement. Uh, v- Venarius, 
They've killed Venereal. The bad ninja has killed. Well, they we should say they they hire the bad ninja. Yeah, get me a ninja. Hasegawa, I want my own fucking ninja. I want a ninja. Ninja, ninja, ninja. I want a ninja. What's a ninja? I want a ninja. So they go to Japan to get the best ninja. They come back with Hasegawa, Shokasugi. This is a weird way of going about shit. Yeah, a little bit. And they, I'm going to go and get a ninja. But they, they they go to a guy... But they seven samurai him as well, because they go to his old dojo, and they say, oh, this guy, oh, he's terrorising our village. We need help. We need a ninja to come and help us. And it's bullshit. It's Mr. Parker. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, okay, you can have our second best ninja, Hazigawa. And then when they break into Venerius's office, he's been sent a film of Hasegawa killing a guy with a bow and arrow. Yeah, I do. What, yeah, filmed from multiple angles. So you think like, what? How, what? Yeah. What? Oh, you want a ninja? Check this well, out. Well, you go to a bloke first and go, I want a ninja. He goes, yeah, I can get an acrobat who can climb ropes. Well, yeah, he's just like a, a theatrical agent. <laughs> what? So he's like, all he had was actors. And he was like, no, no, no. I don't want an actor. I want a ninja. I want an actual <laughs> I want ninja. a ninja. And he's like, yeah, there are, ninjas aren't, there aren't ninjas anymore. There are. I want a ninja. Okay, I, if the money's right, I'll get you a ninja. <laughs> if the money's right? I, get, I will get you a ninja. He gets him a ninja. He gets him Hazegawa. And he is a madman. He's on a fucking ninja rampage. Hazegawa. Shokasugi. I don't like him as a villain. He's way better as a hero. Yeah. He's a cool... In the other ones... He's basically got a mask on most of the time. Yeah. But he knows his shit. He is... of. I mean, he knows ninja shit. Nippon. Ninpo's the word you were Yeah, Nippo. Yeah, apologies, Japanese listeners. There might be one. Yeah, sorry. There might not be any now. Yeah. So, yeah. Nip, so, nip, so, Nippo is ninjutsu. Yeah. He knows so, that. Yeah. He's fluent in it. Uh, so where are we up to now? Well, we, we, uh, yeah, the white, the guy in white has taken out the whole building by the looks of it. Are we are we in the cockfighting arena yet? At the end, nearly. Is he killed Frank? He's killed. Uh, so, they, so they hired. No, no, we ain't got that. Oh, he's killed Frank. Pardon oh me. yeah, they hire the bad ninja. Yeah, from Japan, he, he comes kills over, Frank. kills Frank, kidnaps. He's. Did you notice he was giggling? Yeah, that's a bit weird. He was a giggling ninja asshole. <laughs> he was terrorising Susan George. I don't like to see Susan George terrorised. Well, she gets terrorised in pretty much everything. She's yeah, especially, yeah. <laughs> Doesn't she? Oh, yeah. Straw dogs. Yeah. Yeah, man. This was a walk in the park. Oh, yeah, yeah. Even when Franco Nero grabbed her, when anything compared to what happened in Straw Dogs. Jesus. He terrorises her. He kills Frank. Yeah, right in front of her. Shuriken star in the back of the leg. And then, like... Yeah, it's pretty nasty. He does has a little giggle when he's doing that. Yeah, he's pretty... He's a nasty bastard, Azagawa. And Franco Nero comes back. Frank's dead in the pool. Marianne, Susan George has been kidnapped. And he basically goes to Venerius' office... And Mr. Parker is like, oh, 
You didn't. You didn't need to kill everyone. You could have. <laughs> you could have just. Come you in. could have just come in and said hello. And yeah, yeah. But he did. Yeah, yeah. I'll go and get him. Yeah. He says. Yeah. He comes back. And he's killed everyone again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he, they drive. It, the finale is in again. It's a horrible place, but it makes for a good finale because yeah. that isn't a legitimate cockfighting arena. Yeah. In the Philippines. Uh, horrible, but. It turns into a UFC ring, doesn't it? Well, Probably. I got, and I got to be honest with you, I don't, I don't think they were aware, I don't think they were aware of the irony, but it seems fittingly ironic that this film's ends with those two guys in a cock fighting ring. Right. The black ninja and the white ninja. It's just, well, you know, it is all just, the whole fucking film, the whole action film is like about your cock. Is it? Yeah, isn't it? Who's got the bigger cock? What, Jimmy, what are you... What are you the white ninja, as it turns out. What are you cockfighting? Not actual cockfighting. I mean, you know, like, my dick is bigger than yours. That kind of... Right. Like men do. Like action men, macho action men do. That's what the whole action genre is about. Is it? Is it, is it not? not You've never considered that? You haven't considered that in this film? Yeah, not really. What, Franco Nero? It is. They present you with these impossible men, kind of. Oh, you know, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Oh, come on, why are you being hard work? You know what I'm, I'm fucking not, I'm saying. Not, not, no, no, they no, may no. as well have had a cockfight. They may as well have got their cocks out and whopped them against one well, another. Any, any film where there's two men fighting? Yeah, generally. It's a cockfight. My two, cock's bigger than yours. About, no, it isn't. What? I'm going to punch you in the head until you realise it isn't. What about boxing? Is that like a cockfight? <laughs> what about um, fencing or something like that? <laughs> anyway, come on. What do you mean, come on? Come on. Stop, you're, you're killing me dead. I'm, I'm not trying. killing you dead. What are you, you saying? Are. You can't even get my analogy of like the. It, all action films. It just seemed like, ironic. All action films are cockfights. <laughs> all. <laughs> A lot of the action man archetype yes. is, I've got a massive cock. I, I, I'm the alpha male, I've got a massive cock, I'm the alpha male, anyone that challenges me, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I will prove you wrong, because I've got a bigger cock. That all changed a little bit when we got to kind of like John McClane, yeah. where John McClane wasn't that kind of is, hero. Is he not saying he's got a big cock then? I'm sure John McClane has got a big cock, but not in the same way that these fucking guys are saying I've got a big cock. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? They've got impossibly big cock. Frank. John McClane's got a normal sized cock. John McClane could get beaten up. Two guys could beat up John McClane. Yeah. This guy couldn't get beaten up by a hundred guys <laughs> because he's got a massive cock. <laughs> and at the end, the, he, the, with the baddie ninja, they're in a, a cock fighting ring. It's an irony. So they would have It's saved- an irony, man. So they would have saved their own lives if they'd have just got the cocks out? Maybe. And he'd go, oh yeah, he has got bigger cock. <laughs> Who would you have gone with? I reckon... Well, uh, I reckon Shokasugi probably had a bigger cock. No, I think so. Really? No. What, well, Franco Nero? No, no, no. no. I don't know, I'd have gone with Sho. <laughs> that guy. He's hung like a fucking baboon. <laughs> he's, got, a, he's a proper ninja. Franco Nero had a proper ninja. has got famously small penises. Who has? Baboons. I don't know. Yeah, they've got big. Red I'm not asses. even going to Google that. No, no, no. 
We're back in Shackman territory. <laughs> we'll never go there again. Okay, so enter the ninja, Mark. I think we've probably, we've pretty much wrung any enjoyment we're going to get out of this puppy. Uh, how many stars are you giving enter the ninja, Mark? Two. Ouch. Why do you say ouch every time? I don't know. I don't know. You can give it more than two. I'm not, I'm not going to give it more than two. <laughs> 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 <Not> to be honest. <laughs> I, 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 I had to keep rewinding it because I kept almost dozing off. It's, it's so slow in the middle. It just reminds me of my childhood. In uh, six-year-old you yeah. would have fucking loved it. Yeah. And six-year-old me did love it. Well, like so six-year-old me loved Battle Beyond Stars. I, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I did. But then you yeah, yeah. again there. Like, mm. Yeah. Yeah. But no, it's... Uh, no, like, it's all right. It just—it was a different time, wasn't it? You know, and uh, I don't know nostalgia. What can I tell you? It just—it um, reminds me of a time when you would go to the video shop, or I wouldn't. It would be a time where I wasn't even going to the video shop. My dad would go to the video shop and come home and be like, "Oh, I've rented us this," and it'd be like Enter the Ninja or something like that. And yeah, I just. Living in a little village in rural Wiltshire and seeing shit like this. Yeah. You know, no, I, 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 I understand completely. It was amazing. <laughs> I mean, some of the ropey old shit used to get off the. They used to have vans going around. And yeah. Some of the ropey old shit they used to have on them. Oh, yeah, but it was bad. Terrible. But I will say the Canon Ninja films do get better. You ever, did you ever see. American Ninja. Is that Dudikoff? Dudikoff. I'm sure I've seen the Dudikoff. Yeah. Sure. I'm sure I'm surprised Dudikoff never got bigger than he did. I didn't hate the guy. Yeah, he was all right. So why, why didn't he... He, he was, wasn't a brilliant actor, but well, he, he was sure fine. Van Damme, was he? Then he suddenly... I think it's choice of film, better agent. Probably, yeah. I would yeah. imagine. Yeah, yeah. Jean-Claude Van Damme... Jean-Claude Van Damme, and a terrible actor. But he He's was not nowhere, a bad actor. but then he was everywhere. Yeah, because it was. If you remember, it, it was Sly and Arnie, and suddenly Van Damme. Van Damme. Yeah, I, he, yeah, he, he was pretty cool. Well, he still is, I think. <laughs> he's still, he's still I like Van Damme. Oh, yeah, but there were. But there, I suppose the films weren't terrible, were they? For the time, a lot of them won't be great if you went back. We really need to do a genre called Van Damme film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Bloodsport, Bloodsport, and oh, what was it? Kickboxer. I think Hard Target is my favourite. That was a John Woo one. Yeah, I fucking love Hard Target. But that's when he was big. I'm talking. I'm yeah, yeah, thinking yeah. About ones when he was. Yeah, yeah. So you got like what? No retreat, no surrender. Yeah, Time Cop. Yeah, I don't. What's yeah. the one with Dolph I Lundgren? I didn't hate Time Cop. Uh, Dolph U- Lundgren. Universal Soldier. Oh yeah, I like that one. That was a proper. The first one of those. That was a properly good film. Yeah, yeah, it was. I like that one. I did like the first one. Cyborg was good. No retreat, no... What's it? Uh, blood sport. AWOL. AWOL's yeah, good. good. Like AWOL. I forget. A lot of them were... If it wasn't about soldiers fighting each other or some futuristic stuff, it was a guy who suddenly has to enter an underground fighting competition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, oh, but I love that. I, I love in every a, film, John? I love a guy that's entering an underground fighting competition. Have you... I, I meant to ask you about this the other week... Have, I may have asked you about this the other week. Have you ever seen Midnight Sting with no. Lewis Gossett Jr. and James Woods? Ooh. See if you can... See, I can remember that 
I'm sure I can remember the video cover of that. It's brilliant. Such a good film. See if you can find a copy of that anywhere to download. Um, that's a, it's a great, great What's film. What's that got to do with Sean Van Damme? Say again? What's that got to do with Sean Van Damme? We were talking about fighting in boxing films. Oh, right, right, right. Midnight Sting. That's what it's got to do. Yes, is that the boxing film? Yes. Yes, 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 yes. That's yes. why I brought it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he and James Woods is like a bit of a con man, gambler, kind of, you know, Wait, one of those like guys. A, is it, kind of a is promoter. It a like Snatch. No, it's better. I don't like that. I don't like that. But basically, he makes a bet with a guy, Bruce Dern. Bruce Dern is in it. James Woods makes a bet with him that he can find one fighter that can beat 15 fighters on the same night that Bruce Dern picks. Right. And it's like, so on the night, it's like Lewis Gossett Jr. has to fight 15 men. One after the other. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's fucking ace. It's ace. Have you never seen it? No. It's so I good. Can remember the, I can remember. So good. I can remember picking up the videotape and looking at it. Really good. We'll do that in the future. It doesn't fit. It, it's a genre of film. It's yeah, a, I'm sure. Yeah, we can it. get away with that. It's got Midnight in the title. That sounds creepy. It's not. It's a boxing film. Right, have you, got any, have you got any more to say on Enter the Ninja? No, I don't think... Any, I don't know that anyone ever, ever more will have anything to say <laughs> on Enter the Ninja. This is the final word. But at least we've done the first one. Now we can get on to the second two, and the second two are great. Oh, Way yes. better than this one. You'll like the second two. Yeah, I, I didn't really like this. Okay. It's good, it, it sank in the middle. Did you... The, say, the, the, absurd, the absurd bit at the start... Kept me hooked a little bit because I thought this oh, yeah, is cause it's fucking, fucking mental. Yeah. And then it just dies in the middle. Yeah. Goes flat. You, you, you want to see people in ninja suits. No, you don't want to see an and not a white ninja running around in, and the, white, yeah, in the daylight in a white ninja suit. <laughs> you would never, there would never be a white ninja. You would, why? Maybe if you were going to be a ninja in, in the, the snow, snow. Yeah, I see it. Storm Shadow at G.I. Joe, maybe, but no. Nah. Generally, you don't get white ninjas. But anyway, and you, I take it you've not seen this before. <laughs> no. Do you, did you? Did you not rented this back in the day? Did no. You? Oh, okay. I think we. Well, I think we picked it up once, and then my dad said, "No, we'll get Super Cop." See, oh god! Oh. Mm. Really? <laughs> yeah. Is that true? Yeah. You, you passed up Enter the oh, Ninja. We passed up loads of stuff. For yeah. Super Cop. yeah. Enter the, you would have probably preferred Enter the Ninja. Probably when I was six or seven. You yeah. would have probably. Okay, well, um, okay, so Enter the Ninja. What do you want to do next week? I haven't thought about it yet. That's short, it's your we turn. Need to, we, need to, we need to this one off because we've done two hours. Okay. Say goodnight, Jamie. Good night, Jamie. I'll edit that down. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Jamie and Fortress Betamax Dungeon.